Hello and welcome to the CircuitPython Weekly for February 19th, 2019. <laughs> I, had a, I thought for a moment and maybe I had the audio wrong or the date wrong. Um, I'm Scott. I'm uh, one of the project leads for CircuitPython. I'm sponsored by Adafruit to work on CircuitPython, and I have been for the last couple of years. So kudos to them uh, for being huge partners in open source. Um, we have this meeting every week at mon on Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern um, on our Discord channel. Uh, mute Charles for a little bit there while he gets going. Um, everybody is welcome to join this meeting uh, on our Discord. You can go to the Discord at uh, the URL adafru.it slash Discord. Uh, that will drop you in. Uh, we're in the text channel all week, so if you have questions, uh, join us there. Uh, we have both a CircuitPython channel and a help with CircuitPython channel if you're just trying to figure out how, how, how things work. Um, and then we have a voice channel where we do this meeting. Uh, this meeting is recorded. Um, I record both the view of the CircuitPython text chat during the meeting and uh, the audio. So if you're in the meeting, beware that you are being recorded. Uh, the recordings are posted to the Adafruit YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Adafruit. Uh, I tend to post them on Diode Zone as well if you want to try a non-YouTube video service. Uh, that's hosted by ScanLime, who is awesome. Um, and we are also now uh, officially a podcast. So I is something that I said we would do in 2018 and never did. But in 2019, we actually have it going. So... Um, if you're like me and, and like to listen to podcasts when you're exercising or going for a run or uh, walking around, um, you can find uh, the CircuitPython Weekly on Spotify and iTunes and Pocket Casts, I think. If there's other things that um, don't have it, let us know and we'd be happy to add it there as well. Um, so check that out. Uh, this meeting is run in... Uh, is usually four parts it has been four parts but we're adding a fifth part which is kind of exciting we're adding a community news section so uh we'll start with that and then we'll go on to state of circuit python after state of, and its libraries <laughs> brent's mind is blown um after that we'll do hug reports and state uh, status updates is two sections they're both done as round robins so um i will start and then we'll go down the list of the people in the voice chat uh, including it. So it's alphabetically done, not starting at the top of the alphabet. And uh, we'll include uh, information from folks who uh, weren't able to make it uh, in that section as well. Uh, and then lastly, we'll have in the weeds, which is just if you have general questions and you want topics to discuss, uh, that's where it can happen. Um, and so what you do is you just type that into the text chat. We'll grab it in the notes and then run that down at the end. Um, I think that's it. So uh, I'll take a time code so that if you're looking at the notes after the fact, you can skip around the video. If you want to see a particular section, uh, that's what time codes are useful for. So uh, I'll get us going with uh, community news. So uh, these were added by Phil of Adafruit. Um, First and foremost, we partnered with the Python Discord, which has about 13,000 members. It's the largest Python community on Discord that also runs the R Python subreddit. Uh, for folks who want specific Python help or want to join another good community with excellent mods, helpers, events, code jams, uh, encourage them to visit uh, discord.gg slash DJU 
F-Y-Q-A. Um, and again, if you want to check out that URL, it's in the notes. Um, and I have a feeling somebody will post that in the text chat as well. Um, the second item on community news is we have a Python on microcontrollers newsletter. Uh, you can sign up at adafruitdaily.com. Uh, we have 5,000 subscribers, which is super exciting. Uh, so that's all of the Python, MicroPython, CircuitPython related news um, for people. So uh, check that out. If you want to contribute, if you feel like uh, we may not be covering parts of it as well as we could have, or we're missing information or news. Uh, it is done in the open. Uh, so github.com slash Adafruit slash CircuitPython dash weekly dash newsletter. Uh, we take pull requests. We would love, 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 love it if we got more information from other folks. Um, so we would uh, we would welcome contributions there. Um, two more things. Uh, awesome CircuitPython, which is a list of... Uh, just awesome uh, CircuitPython resources is available at uh, github.com slash Adafruit slash awesome dash CircuitPython. And again, just like the newsletter, if you know of awesome stuff that is not on that list, please, please, please make a pull request. We'd love to have it on there. Um, and lastly, uh, in the news, uh, we had Python on hardware means choices for makers by Liz Clark, uh, also known as uh City DIY uh, did a cool, uh, I think it's a book. I actually have the tab open here. Uh, no, it's a, it's an article about um, Python on hardware. So there's a link to that as well. Um, okay, that is our community news section. Uh, now we'll go on to our formerly first section, uh, State of Circuit Python and Libraries. Uh, this is where we take a kind of analytical, statist analytical statistics view of uh, the health of the CircuitPython project. Um, we'll, we do it in kind of like three subparts. We'll talk about overall, and then we'll talk about core, and then we'll th talk about the libraries, and Katni will do that. Um, so overall, um, we had eight pull requests merged uh, from four different authors. <laughs> Arthur's. I was going to say Arthur's because the first person's name is Arthur Dent 62. Uh, so, and uh, Debro L is also a new author. And then we had four reviewers as well. Um, so thank you to all those authors and reviewers. Uh, issues wise, we had 13 closed issues by seven people and 12 open by nine people. So again, we're really maintaining our issue count, which is a good place to be. Um, having no issues means nobody's using your stuff, but keeping up with issues means that people are using it, but you're also keeping up with it, which is good. Um, if I had to say overall, uh, we're super close to getting to the release candidate phase of 4.0. Uh, we've got some more issues that we want to knock out. Um, so, uh, once we do that, you'll see us do a release candidate. If you are a translator, we would love it if you would do a final pass over translations. There shouldn't be much more churn with the strings that are in the releases. So uh, now's your chance to get any more coverage in. Uh, we certainly won't block the stable release from having all of the translations, but the more the merrier. So um, we've given you a heads up um, and thank you for your contributions. Okay, uh, I'll cover the core now. Um, so uh, in the core, we had seven pull requests merged uh, from three authors and three reviewers. We have 11 open pull requests. This number is a bit higher. 
partly because the uh, Travis build was broken over the weekend, and I've been really uh, distracted over the weekend, so we weren't able to... I think Dan and Katney did pull the fix in, but uh, some of the stuff needed a little bit more love. So that number should go down uh, pretty quickly at the start of this week. Um, Issues-wise, we had eight closed issues by four people and eight opened by six people. So again, net issues is really good. Um, and we have a f- 146 open issues, and there's a link in the notes to the list of all of those. Um, download stats by board. Um, this is the first time I've seen the new newly formatted download stats so thank you to somersoft for that and dan's merging pull requests well these numbers are out of date we might as well not do them uh because dan's just on top of things um for those of you who are only listening uh we get automatic notifications of pull requests being merged in our uh, circuit python discord channel so just saw that come up uh, it's a great way to lurk on that um so uh, for download stats by board, uh, our latest is uh, latest unstable is 4.0 beta 2. And uh, it's interesting to see Trinket M0, Circuit Playground Express, Arduino M- MKR 1300 are the top downloads there. Feather M4 Express is there as well. If you want to see all the details, take a look at that. The total is 392 downloads on the beta 2, which I think has been a couple weeks. So it's about about right and then for the stable release uh 312 we've had 5864 downloads uh we all also have those broken down by language three uh, 3x series doesn't have different languages so um that's really uninteresting but um for the 40 series we can see that uh german and french are the are the next highest downloaded behind uh english of course so that is the uh, core status update. Let's go to Katni for libraries. Thanks, Scott. Mm-hmm. So I, I checked it out. Um, since we're delayed one day in a meeting, the numbers are a little bit off. We have mm. over the past week actually had seven pull requests merged uh, from four authors with four reviewers. Uh, Arthur Dent 62 is one of those uh, authors. So uh, thank you to everybody who's been who's been putting in a lot of work. Um, it's been great to see so many pull requests uh, coming through and um, watching the review process happen is always excellent. Mm-hmm. We currently have 10 open pull requests. Uh, some of those are more long-term, others of them are new. Um, feel free to take a look at those. If there's something interesting to you, you could take a look and review it. Um, otherwise, uh, we also have our issues. Uh, which we have five closed issues by three people and four opened by four people, so we're about net. Um, if you're interested in getting started with CircuitPython, working on library issues is a great way to get started. There are definitely some in here that are really great first issues, um, could be simple stuff. Um, and also with reviewing, it can always take a look at it. Um, even if it's something that's outside your wheelhouse, you can take a look at it, review it, um, maybe if there's a spelling error somewhere or a typo, uh, mm-hmm. which we all do at some point. And uh, you review the part that you can and just make it clear that you didn't test it or that you reviewed it for style purposes or something like that. That's still very helpful. Um, and it's a great way to get started because you can kind of ease your way in without feeling like you need to know everything um, before you actually get started. Uh, also in the notes are uh, is information about the repos themselves. Uh, There are various issues on those. Um, 
there's a library tracking issue on the CircuitPython repo that has more details about this. Uh, the list would be very long if we actually included everything in the notes, so we don't. Um, however, the tracking issue has everything listed out, and there are definitely good first issues in those, um, something as simple as renaming a file. Uh, and if you need help with getting started with Git and GitHub, we have a guide, and we are also available all week in the CircuitPython uh, text channel on uh, Discord, and uh, we're available to help with any questions you may have uh, with any of that. And that's where we are with the libraries. Awesome. Thank you, Katni. Uh, let's go on to hug reports. So hug reports are a chance for everybody to say a little something about uh, something awesome that's happened in the community since they've had that chance to say so before. Um, it's a great way for us to just recognize uh, contributions to uh to the circuit by the community and also reiterate the things that we value as a community as well so uh we do this as opposed to bug reports uh this is a thing we inherited from adafruit and it's been super awesome so uh i will start as an example and then go around the list so uh, because i'm the last person we'll go to brent next um uh, so i will go uh, first and foremost, I wanted to say a huge thank you to uh, PT, uh, Filterone of Adafruit for PyCon planning. Um, we have some very, very exciting things coming that I will only allude to at this point. Uh, but we'll, we'll be, Dan Catney and I will be at um, PyCon and expect uh, some awesome stuff to happen there as well. So thanks to PT for making that happen. Um, thank you to Catney for running the next two meetings for me. Um, will hint at what I'm doing, but I I have a week until I have a bunch of people coming into town for my wedding reception. So I'm, I will be pretty much completely gone next Wednesday through the Wednesday after that. And so Katni's going to cover for me um, the next two Mondays because this next Monday I have a Pi Cascades uh, sprint as well. So I will be at that. So thank you to Katni in advance for, for help with that. Um, I wanted to kind of call out uh, Dan for his awesome uh, re rework on how we include modules for specific builds. And I also wanted to kind of reiterate that by uh, just reading off a message from the CircuitPython IRC channel on Freenode, which I, I've been lurking on, on Freenode, so I just kind of just like grabbed it. And this is the only message there so far, but I thought I'd read it off. It's from Lionel Debro, who is also one of our contributors this week. Said, uh, hi, Tanute, that build settings refactoring PR 1554, uh, which is the one that Dan did, uh, makes my hacked up DPFP build dual precision floating point build of CircuitPython targeting the TI Python adapter slightly less hacking. And that's good, smiley face. So uh, props to Dan for basically having an immediate impact with that awesome PR. So uh, thanks to Dan from all of us. Uh, and then lastly, I wanted to thank TG Techie for all of the display IO testing that he did, uh, particularly early last week. Um, really good feedback about um, some missing pieces to that library. So we're, we're rapidly approaching the point where it's really set for some people to take a look at it. So uh, thanks to TG Techie. Let's go to Brent. Hello. Um, Hello. Hugs to uh, Maker Melissa, Jerry, and Lady Ada for work on the ESP32 Wi-Fi. I'll get to that more later. 
um, Lady Ada and Scott for Pi Portal work. I'm actually using one right now, um, and it's my favorite piece of CircuitPython hardware thus far. Awesome. It's pretty hard to unseat the lore about it, but it did it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I mean, all good things are good. but uh, Yeah, I'm excited for more people to get it in their hands. Okay, uh, Carter is lurking, so we'll go to Seagrover, who I believe is text-only. So I'll read that off. Uh, Seagrover says, group hug today. Very appreciative of Corey Schaefer's Python instructional video series that provided the inertia for a couple of important breakthroughs. Uh, David Beasley's excellent printed reference is also foundational in my journey. Um, that's great, Seagrover. Uh, if you could pro provide links in the chat, we'll put those in the notes as well. Um, that way we can direct people to it. Um, okay, Charles. Oh, I muted you. Hold on. I was like, I know you're good about it. I shouldn't know why you have details lately. Wait, wait, wait. Start over, Charles. <laughs> Sorry, I, Sorry. I had you muted because when you jumped in, you were making a bunch of noise and I was talking. So. Oh, sorry about that. Hey, that, no. was, that was because I forgot to mute the mic. Yeah, no uh, worries. I just I almost forgot to unmute you <laughs> so that I could hear you. Let's for this. try that again. Yeah, yeah. Please uh, start over. Thank you. Yeah, just a great uh, group hug this week. I've been rather busy with uh, preparations for uh, for a trip I'm making. So I will I will still be around. I sure. hope I will listen in. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Yeah, I won't I won't mute you again, so we shouldn't have this problem with with status no. updates. Cool. No, just uh, yeah, just remind me to turn off the mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can do that. Uh, Thank you. Thanks, Charles. Okay, let's go to Dan. Hi. Okay, so um, just uh, thanks, especially to TG Techie as a, an early release Pi Portal, and he's doing a lot of testing on it, which is great. And um, Maker Belissa and Jerry and Katni are also testing a bunch of things, especially the BLE stuff, which is very helpful to me because now I know what to work on to make BLE work better. And finally, uh, Notro uh, fixed up some stuff pulled in some stuff for uh, the regular expression package and uh, cleaned up some things and made it kind of more usable, brought it up to date, basically. And that was very helpful, nice. saving us time for doing that. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, Dan. All right. Jason P is lurking, so we'll go on to Jerry. Um, yeah. So just uh, thanks to Maker Melissa for all the work she did on the, on the ESP32 SBI library. That's really working well. And, uh, also, I forgot to put in here, she did a lot of work on the uh, Featherwing um, libraries. Um, nice work on those two. And Dan, for just, uh, you know, all the stuff you've been doing, <laughs> making everything better, um, constantly finding ways to improve stuff. And uh, John Park, just a shout out for the, the, the great guide for the, uh, the little BLE rover. It's sort of a, an, it looks like an update of the old, of the AdaBox 2, uh, but now using the uh, 52840 and the Cricut. It's really fun. It works very easy to do and work great. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Jerry. Let's go to Katni. Hi. So I want to say thanks to Maker Melissa for all the work on the Adafruit CircuitPython Featherwing library. Um, it's been amazing. It's been PR after PR, and I'm really excited. We 
started that, you and I, Scott, mm-hmm. um, ages ago, uh, and never got a chance to do anything with it. So it's really great to see that getting some love. Totally. Um, I want to say thanks to Summersoft for all the support on the new Python Discord uh, microcontrollers channel. I've been popping in there from time to time, and I see Summersoft providing a lot of help to uh, to new people, uh, which is great. Um, I also want to say thanks to Summersoft for moving the drivers.rst from the CircuitPython repo to the CircuitPython bundle um, and getting Read the Docs set up, and for updating the creating and sharing the library guide on how to update the newly moved drivers.rst. Um, so that file should actually be getting updated every time we add something to the bundle. So that's super handy. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, uh, to uh, Scott, you, for representing uh, CircuitPython at PyCascades. Um, and thanks to Dan and Kevin uh, for helping me with uh, BLE on CircuitPython bugs. Um, that was where we started debugging uh, before we figured out that it wasn't uh, something as simple as the code. So that's mm-hmm. what I have. Awesome. Thank you, Katni. All right, Maker Melissa, you're up. Okay, I just wanted to give um, a hug report to Jerry for reviewing and testing several of the tickets I've been working on and working with me to get the ESP32SPI work done and tested, and for working with me to troubleshoot some of the NRF52840 issues. Uh, I wanted to give a hug to... Tanu for uh, helping me with moving the Featherwing PRs along because uh, they were kind of stuck earlier last week. Mm-hmm. And um, a hug to Dan H for helping with troubleshooting the NRF52840 issues. And a hug to Katney for helping me with getting a few more boards to work on. Awesome. Great. Thank you, Maker Melissa. Okay. Mr. Certainly is lurking, so we will go to Sedacious. All right, I'll read it off after we our edit word means I can put time codes in. Uh, Sedacious says a hug report to Jerry N. and maker Melissa for kicking butt with PRs and reviews. Awesome. Thank you, Sedacious. And uh, Summersoft says, uh, first and foremost, uh, thank you to Dan H. for all of the MP config changes. Uh, also, thank you to Dan H for the issue bringing up moving library documentation from the core to the bundle repo, and Katney for helping facilitate it happening. Uh, we'll make doc updates much easier and seamless, which is great. And uh, Katney for the PR merges on Adabot. And lastly, group hug list underscore list equals uh, open square bracket hugs for hugs in circuit Pythonistas close bracket. Uh, that's a Python uh, list comprehension for hugs for everybody in CircuitPython. So that's awesome. All right. Thank you, Summersoft. And thank you, everybody, for those uh, hug reports. We've gotten through everybody. We didn't have anybody come in. So uh, let's move on to status updates. Status updates. <clears throat> Ooh. Uh, status updates is a chance for uh, everybody to talk a little bit about what they're working on. Uh I tend to structure it in terms of like what I did last week and what I plan on doing in the coming week. Um, and it's really good for getting people on the same page and, and exchanging tips and tricks about issues. If uh, somebody's worked in a similar space before, it's good to just be like, oh, yeah, make sure you don't do this or, or take a look at that, that sort of stuff. So 
Um, again, I will start and we'll go down the list. So, uh, <laughs> 24 minutes. Uh, first and foremost, I wanted to say uh, Display.io fixes. I did a number of Display.io fixes based on things that TG Techie found. So thanks to TG Techie again. Um, that includes like the group object wasn't was returning the parrot object rather than the subclass if you added a subclass, which is really weird uh, and not the right thing to do. So I added support for that. Um, I did a number of other things that I can't remember. <laughs> My brain's kind of fried, um, which I'll talk about in just a little bit. Um, I added flush support to print, which is a standard keyword arg in CPython, and I just added support to that for CircuitPython's print. Uh, it makes it easier for us to uh, write libraries across Raspberry Pi, CPython, and CircuitPython. So that's helpful. Um, I fixed the ability of on-disk bitmap to use an SD card um, for reading the files. And it did do a tweak to the Pi portal so that it loads in the same orientation that the screen is showing. Um, if you want to talk about interesting optimization things, um, bitmaps are arranged in rows. And if you try to read pixels kind of perpendicular to that, it, it really is really slow. Uh, but if you load in the rows that go along with that, it's much quicker. So uh, I cheated and, and made it, rotated rotated it for PyPortal so that it matches up. Um, and then uh, this week is the last week I'm around, basically, although I'm, as, as Katni put it before I went on my wedding at Slash Honeymoon, I was turning orange because uh, I, I like to say that I'm turning into a pumpkin. Uh, meaning that I'm just not going to be able to get a lot of work done because a lot of stuff is happening. So uh, this is the last week uh, before I'm out for a week. So I'm kind of like officially out next Wednesday through for a week. So through the next Wednesday. And that's because uh, my wife and I have a wedding reception and a bunch of people are coming into town and visiting and all that. Um, and then on top of that, Pi Cascades is this weekend in Seattle. So I'm planning on going to so all three days of that, there's two days of talks, one day of uh, sprints on Monday so that I won't make the meeting next week because I'll be chatting with some people in person. Um, so uh, if you are in the Seattle area, you're coming to Pi Cascades, please let me know. I'd love to meet up with you. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll see some... I'm hoping to kind of treat Pi Cascades as a precursor to our PyCon plans. So really want to focus on getting people ramped, people who are at Pi Cascades who are probably going to PyCon as well, ramped up on CircuitPython so that we can have those people advocate for CircuitPython at PyCon as well, which would be really neat. Um, so I'm doing some PyCon or Pi Cascades prep. I'm going to continue for bug hunting, and I'm also going to uh, add the ability of having the file system writable from CircuitPython and from the host USB host computer at the same time, uh, which is risky, but uh, we, we were allowing it for a while because we had a bug and I just fixed that bug last week and Lamore still wants, Lidiata wants the ability to, to do that uh, for some scenarios. It, it makes uh, caching images off the internet easier. So if you're iterating on a project and then your code is downloading an image and caching it to the flash, um, it makes that feasible. So I'm going to add a, a way to disable the, the right concurrent check. So 
um, you'll see that come out today because it I want to get it in checked in and out the door. So uh, that's my top priority. Uh, the last thing I know I'm I always go on a long time, but the last thing I I should mention is that I'm being interviewed for the IEEE Spectrum blog magazine thing um, shortly after this meeting. So there will hopefully be something about uh, myself and CircuitPython in there and Python on, on embedded in general too. So uh, keep an eye out for that. And if you know of podcasts and stuff, I'd, I'd love to do podcasts, um, other podcasts. So if you know a good podcast that I should be that I would be a good guest on, please let me and them know, and I'd love to make it happen. Okay, uh, that's it for me. Um, let's go to Brent. Hello. Um, last week, I was working on a guide to do dual stepper control um, with Adafruit IO, Raspberry Pi, and CircuitPython libraries. Nice. Um, so you can control two steppers at once, or one stepper if you really want to. And it'll be useful for home automation or robotics projects where you want a web dashboard and possibly want to bring data in from somewhere, like uh, Dark Skies integrates with Adafruit I.O., the closure blinds or something like that. Oh, neat. So um, I'm interested in seeing where people take that. Mm -hmm. And this week... Um, I'm not sure what asked this, but I started last Friday on a tangent because I got a Pi Portal, <laughs> and of course my brain was like, "Get Adafruit IO working on it." Mm -hmm. So um, I started working on Adafruit IO over Wi-Fi, which was totally possible due to Melissa's work on the Wi-Fi manager, which is awesome. It's actually a wrapper over the Wi-Fi manager mm -hmm. um, for the get, put, delete um, HTTP requests, and then I'm doing things in it like constructing. URLs for Adafruit.io and handling specific uh, HTTP response codes hmm. to make sure that everything is really simple. Awesome. And I have a lot of experience with the Python library, and I'm trying to make it simpler for CircuitPython. And I've been testing it with a pipe portal, but um, if Jerry or somebody who has the ESP32 stuff set up wants to actually go in and test with a non pipe portal um, hardware target, that'd be awesome. Cool. That sounds like great work, Brent. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, Carter is looking, so we'll go to C. Grover, who is text only, so I will read it off. Uh, C. Grover says, uh, the majority of CircuitPython effort this week was put into generalizing and adapting an analog signal quantizing helper that I've used to turn variable potentiometer signals into indexed rotary switch-like values. And Brent, I think you're unmuted still. So go ahead and mute. Um, the C. Grover says, the helper used direction sensing to apply a variable hysteresis value to minimize the noise created when the potentiometer value is sitting on a threshold value shelf. Um, the result of the effort is a range underscore index class that supports multiple instances of the algorithm depending on the range of the input signal and the number of output index positions slash values needed. It can handle analog signals for uses like the potentiometer switch application, but also for processing Euro rack control voltage signals, providing linear quantization, but also inversion, compression, and expansion. Hmm. The range index library passed all the tests so far, but I want to exercise some extreme conditions before calling it good, in quotes. Uh, the conceptual design of the hardware implementation is done. So after testing, 
testing, I'll wrap up a PCB design and build the front panel, which there is a picture of in the CircuitPython Discord channel. So take a look there or watch the video uh, if you want to take a look at what that front panel would look like. Um, there, it includes a box that has uh, the label Stuff Happens, which is neat. Um, so thank you, C. Grover. And I think uh, next is Charles, but Charles also already said that there's no he has no status updates this week. So we will go on to Dan. Okay, so um, a lot of bug fixing this week. So there was first there was this big uh, refactoring of the build process that I did, and um, the main point of it was to make it easy to turn modules, particular built-in modules, on and off, so that you could customize like a small build has this and another build has that and if you wanted to do your own uh choice of modules it would be a lot easier to do we had a bunch of ad hoc solutions and i tried to generalize it mm -hmm. and then um fixed a bunch of things there was a problem with uarts in nrf i fixed that there was a sam samdy uh uart bug i fixed uh travis mysteriously started breaking and i came up with a workaround for that. And what I'm going to be working on is still more uh, BLE. Um, Katni's been testing the BLE UART code with the BLE, the Brewfruit Connect app. And it generally works, but it seems to get overwhelmed by too much data when you start sending um, accelerometer or similar data from the phone. It just, it, 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 it chokes and dies. So we have to figure out what's going on with there. Okay, that's pretty much it. Awesome, thank and you. And I've been improving a lot of PRs, but that's that's true every week. So, yeah. Well, that's great. Doing okay. doing PR reviews is very valuable work. For yeah. Sure. So. Okay. Thanks, Dan. Okay, mm -hmm. I Jason P is typing, so I'm gonna let Jerry go, but then we might circle back to Jason uh, in just a bit. So go ahead, Jerry. Okay, uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time with the ESP32 SPI stuff and uh, the new Wi-Fi manager and having fun with all that. And um, and spent a bunch of time uh, troubleshooting this this very puzzling uh, stack, turned out to be a stack overflow issue in the NRF 2840 mm. that just, just had, at least had me baffled for a couple mm -hmm. of days trying to figure out because the symptoms <laughs> were leading me in many other directions. It came out of testing the new Featherwing libraries that Maker Melissa worked on, and they and they all worked really well, um, but that they exposed the, the stack problems on the on the uh, NRF boards, um, and then spent a bunch of time playing with the uh, 52840s on the, on a cricket, and uh, what a great combination! Um, really, really nice, nice package. And I've got some projects I'm trying to do uh, with with some of the radio modules, and I'm uh, trying to work on those, trying to help a friend uh, set up something to keep the deer out of his garden hmm. and um if it works i'll i'll fill you in <laughs> yeah please and, do uh, so uh the next week just uh more of the same stuff i hope uh hope to do a lot more with the with the display io and, and with the ble stuff cool awesome jerry uh as always thank you for your help sure all right katney thanks so uh, last week, since the or since the last meeting, since we're off by a day, um, updated the e-ink guide with the two new e-ink displays. I created fitting objects for both of them and did new diagrams and so on. So that guide now reflects the two newest 
uh, products that we added. Um, I got ESP32, SPI, uh, and actually there was two more as well, um, dis uh, display text and bitmap font all added to the bundle. Um, updated the Featherwing OLED PCB files on GitHub to the latest version. Uh, I continued work on the VCNL4040 driver. I got basic functionality on the VEML7700 driver um, and then started documenting both um, because I am waiting on an update to register before I can actually continue to add functionality to the VAML7700 driver, um, which Lady Ada uh, is going to be doing. Um, and then I continued work on the getting started with BLE and CircuitPython guide, but the examples are buggy. Um, that's what Dan was talking about, where you send it data and eventually it just drops and disconnects and crashes the whole board and um, you have to start all over. Hmm. So that doesn't really work for a getting started guide. So we need to have that figured out before we do that. Um, and yesterday was Library Monday, um, which since the last meeting has been Library Monday times two. Um, <laughs> did some releases uh, and updated the lib tracking issue, which is uh, linked in the notes. This week, uh, I'm going to continue on both drivers, uh, potentially finish both. It just depends on whether I get the update to register or not, mm -hmm. and um, whether or not Lady Ada ends up with cycles to uh, help me out with that, because the last, the finishing touches on, on those drivers are um, what it is that she's looking for. So. Um, I just need, I need opinions on that. Um, I'm going to do the fritzing objects for both of them so that when we do get them, we can do guides. Um, we had some requests for information about the INA219 Featherwing. So I'm going to be updating the guide for that and putting the PCB files online. I'm going to work with Dan to debug the BLE examples. I'm going to finish that guide if we get the bugs sorted out, um, if we don't. Uh, we're waiting on publishing that guide, obviously, because um, it needs to work. Mm -hmm. uh, and then over the next week, um, I will be filling in for Scott on uh, merging PRs um, and helping out Dan uh, with any sort of stuff for CircuitPython um, as, as Scott slowly fades away. <laughs> Temporarily. And that's Yeah, so it fades away for a week. Yeah. Um, and that's what I've got. Awesome. Thank you, Katni. Okay, let's go to Maker Melissa. Okay, um, so last week I released the Neo Pixel Featherwing update. Um, then I also released the seven segment LED Featherwing update. Um, I completed and released the um, DS3231 real time clock Featherwing update. Um, I tested some examples uh, that Jerry had created in the ESP32SPI library. Uh, then I wrote a the ESP32SPI Wi-Fi manager and I released that. I did some code reviews. I updated some uh, repo level fixes and I helped troubleshoot the stack size issue on the NRF52840 boards. I helped with troubleshooting some missing time functionality on the NRF52840 boards, and I worked some more on my learning guide. Uh, this week, I'm going to be, um, I'm going to start, uh, I'm going to continue work on the Featherwing library, and um, I'm going to try and implement a ESPAT Wi-Fi manager on there. 
I'm going to do some more work on the learning guide and I'm going to try and fix some more repo level issues. Awesome. Thank you so much for all of your work. It's epic. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> all right. Mr. Certainly is lurking, so I will read off Sedacious. Um, after I take a time code, of course. Sedacious says, uh, last week, pause JPEG decoding to start adding more bit depths to on-disk bitmap. Uh, I got my INA260 breakout working and a simple driver written. I started on the ST7735 display I.O. driver for my teeny TFT. Um, this week, Sedacious is uh, finishing the on-disk bitmap update, which I will inject that I have it open in a tab so I can do your review. And then uh, also assemble a new board if USPS ever delivers it, <laughs> which I totally know how that goes. I actually want to uh make some of my pi game boy boards this week because those have the plugs for midi which would be awesome uh but that's a distraction okay uh last but not least uh as always when i'm hosting uh summersoft um summersoft has a whole big update uh that he just posted in the chat and i will read off um so for last week, uh, in terms of Adabot and the library report, uh, fixed the core insights, uh, issues and PRs. I fixed the, fixed the RTD version fetching, changed downloads by language and board section to a table, um, which you can see in the notes. That's in the notes for this week. Uh, for the libraries, read the docs, move the drivers, the RST file slash content from the core repo to the bundle and set up Travis to build, re to build the docs. Uh, updated the drivers page of the core to point to the new location on the bundle. Updated creating slash sharing a library in the bundle guide to include adding new documentation link to the list. Uh, for frequency in, brought my seriously out of date branch up to date and started regaling things in. Uh, and also moving from Pulse IO to a new frequency IO to allow for better port slash board inclusion. Uh, lastly, for Sandy peripherals, uh, resubmitted previously reverted work to move shared timer handler back to ports atmel samd directory a pr to finish on the core is ready to go once i can update the submodule, which is great because i was just running into this so thank you thank you thank you for that work summersoft uh and then for this week summersoft says uh frequency in finish regluing run a few more tests and get ready for pr uh adabot work on the new line issue for google google docs transcription uh, parentheses, I keep forgetting to do this. <laughs> and uh, lastly, uh, going to change Travis up a little to further debug the constant job failures, uh, dropping cache pip and setting up the build as either a matrix or stages. Fingers crossed. Whew. Keep on rolling there, Summersoft. Lots of really good work. Um, so thank you to everybody. Um, you are all awesome. Um, it's great to see just like all of this work really like people specializing in different areas but then also some people like maker below so just doing a little bit of everything which is also very very awesome so thank you everybody uh that was status updates uh we'll do it again next week i'll actually write mine in because i won't be on the call uh, i'll be sprinting so i'll give you a, i'll send an update uh or put an update in the docs and katney can read that off so uh lastly we're in the weeds um this is the section where we can just talk about whatever we want. Um, 
So if you have topics that you want to chat about that might be more technical in nature or just uh, basically um, basically maybe longer form or whatever, uh, now's the time. So if you have a topic, please post it in the CircuitPython chat on Discord and then we'll get to it. Um, and I'm going to hand it over to Katni to talk about me being gone. Yeah, it's just a real quick thing. Um just because especially over the next week uh, you're going to need to put what little focus you have left into um, the few things you need to get done so yep. just everybody who has anything that you would normally ping Scott with please feel free to ping Dan or I um, mm -hmm. and we can get you those answers we can get you the information whatever it is that needs to happen um, and uh, definitely while Scott is actually gone um, for sure ping us but even in the next week if it's something that you're not sure about, um, feel free to ping us. And if we really need to ping Scott, we can, but mm -hmm. uh, I just want to try and make sure that we're, we're giving you as much, um, as much brain time as, as we possibly can. So mm -hmm. um, please uh, do that. Thank you. Yeah. And I think um, it's also a good time if, if there's something that you would kind of expect Dan Cadney or I to do like a review or something, um, of somebody else's code, feel free to jump in and, and do that as well. I think, um, I think taking breaks and stepping away is something that we, we should all do. Um, and I hope that you can see that there are benefits from it as I do it. I mean, I, I'm not really choosing to do this, but, uh, I, cause I do have life stuff that's, that's prompting it, but I, I recommend everybody take a break. I know Dan went on vacation for a week. Um, just everybody, including those of you who are, are not um, necessarily paid to do this work, uh, I would encourage you to take a break and make sure that you have time to do other stuff. And um, it's really good for us as a community because it means that people get experience doing other doing other things. And it also forces you to think about uh, the things that only you can do and really trying to get it so that you're not the only one doing them. I'm really convinced that... Uh, being the only person that does something is really stressful. And so if there's anything that you are the sole person that can do something, really get yourself out of that position so that you are able to step away and not have to worry about it. Um, Katni has been a huge, huge help uh, for a lot of the things that I, the odds and ends that only I was doing. So in particular, Katni has been great at that. And so I would, encourage i've encouraged katney and i encourage everybody to think about that think about the things that you are the only person to do and make sure that you're not um because you know you may step away from this stuff just to do vacation and that's great but there's also things that just force your hand at it um there's things that you can't help but deal with like medical medical things and things like that can really um like come up unexpectedly and really cause a lot of stress on your part if you feel like you're not able to step away. So uh, I would encourage everybody, even if it's just for a day or two, um, if you find yourself working every day on something and feeling like you have to do it, um, take a step back and make sure that you don't have to do anything. Um, make sure that it's a choice that you're making to do. Um, so yeah, I... Uh, Again, I'm I I stepped away over Christmas break as well, and it went really well. And uh, thanks to Dan and Katney's work in particular, but a, a number of you have also stepped up. So um, thank you for continuing to enable me to do that, and I encourage everybody to take advantage of that. So um, 
yeah uh is there any other in the weeds stuff Sedacious says, uh, regarding Scott's points, addressing the bus slash lotto problem is a good thing, as well as working in a sustainable manner. Uh, that said, I'm also sprouting, turning slightly more Cheeto-like and even more rotund. <laughs> awesome. I Summersoft also says, uh, recharge is super good. Oh, and good point on empowerment. Information czars slash single points of failure equals equals bad. So... Awesome. Uh, again, thank you so much for enabling me to take weekends and ignore it and everything keep going um, and also taking vacation. So thank you to everybody. I I will return the favor to you in spades. So just let me know if you need to take a break and I'll, I'll pick up for you. So um, with that, I think we will wrap things up. Um, I haven't I have I've stalled long enough saying thank you to to know that uh no other in the weeds stuff has come up. So I'll just take another, a final time code for wrap up. Uh, this has been the circuit Python weekly for February 19th, 2019. This happens almost every Monday, uh, at 11 AM Pacific 2 PM Eastern on the Adafruit discord server, which is adafru.it slash discord. Um, it does occasionally happen on Tuesdays. Like today is, uh, when we have a U.S. holiday on Monday. Um, we post about it in the CircuitPython text channel and pin the message to let you know about that. I think we did a much better job uh, this month about that heads up than we did last month. So uh, that's all good. Um, so yeah, I will not see, I personally will not see everybody next week. Uh, Kat and I will be running the meeting, um, but I will drop notes in there and I will listen to it after the fact. So uh Check us out on podcast services as well if uh, that's your jam. If you have a commute you want to listen to uh, that on your podcast service. And uh, I think that's it. We'll see. Uh, everybody will see everybody else <laughs> next Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern here on our Discord. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Good luck, uh, Tanu. Have a good time. Thank you.